You're tuned in to a very special episode of Cafe Conversations. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share this podcast. I'm your host, Lady D. Now, come on, let's get into it. You're tuned in to Cafe Conversations for another special episode of the coronavirus. That's right. We're going to be talking about it. Joining me for this episode will be my sister. And uh, tonight we are going to address the corona, Rona versus the church. How about that? It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, sister, how are you? <laughs> I am doing well, considering we're all on lockdown. Uh, just thank God we just go to the grocery store, get gas, you know, do the the extension things. But um, I'm surviving. Yeah, just trying to stay busy. Yeah, in the house. I, well, I'm I'm um I'm I'm what is sheltering in place because I realized that quarantine and sheltering in place are two different things tonight. They are. Yes. So quarantine is when you're sick and you've been diagnosed with. Rona, and then you have to quarantine. But if you haven't been diagnosed with Rona and you're feeling pretty good, you're just sheltered in place. So I've been sheltering in place. And, um, you know, in the evening times, I go out for my walk and take a walk around the uh, apartment complex, of course, mm-hmm. um, because the parks, I'm pretty sure, have been pretty crowded. And then uh, looking at the news tonight, I'm glad I did not go to the park. Because they're now talking about shutting the parks down because of overcrowding. So that's what yeah, I've been I, doing. I've seen that. I've seen that. I was going to take uh, my daughter to the park and let her get some shots in. And I thought about it. I was like, well, no, nah, we'll just work out here in the parking lot because I didn't want to drive all the way over there and then it'd be a whole lot of people. And yesterday was just a beautiful day. So I kind of assumed that it would be a lot of people at the park. So I was like, well, Check on it. Yeah, maybe if you get out early. I know yesterday, um, because I can't be around a lot of people, so I find it very easy for me to get out and do things early, early in the morning. So what I did is I got up as soon as the last drop of rain fell from the sky and uh, got dressed and ran to Target. And when I got there, it was excruciatingly clean. That was the most uh, clean I've ever seen any target mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, they were wiping down the carts and you could see your reflection in the floor and you could smell clean. Everything just smelled clean and everybody was so nice and all of that. And so they didn't have very many food items though. So with that said, they, they had very little food items, but uh, um, are they extending the, the, um, the shelter in place. I just read something on Facebook where they're they extending are. it to April the thirtieth. Yes, oh, okay. they're they're doing I'm it for surprised. another thirty days. Yeah, uh, I didn't think that we would be ready to come back together around mm-hmm. Easter in the first place. Yeah, I didn't think yeah. that. I didn't think that we would be ready. But speaking of Easter, honey, and, and Resurrection Day, mm. <laughs> Rona versus the Church, girl. <laughs> Some of these churches and church folk cutting up, ain't they? Girl. I don't do up. I know. I knew when they first started talking about the shelter in place of what weekend before last, I knew we was going to have some problems. 
I knew it. I just felt it in my shanana that we was going to have some problems. And um, I sat there and I watched on purpose. I, I surfed social media on purpose and I watched all of the pastors throw out about um, all these different things that they, these these different issues and, and, and concerns they had about the shelter in place that was imminently coming. And so um, I watched and I listened and they were making videos. And so I listened and they were saying, it's not about the money and it's not about this. And I watched uh, different pastors disagree. I don't want to say they were arguing, but they were definitely disagreeing. And and they were saying that um, one pastor was saying that, you know, the government can't tell me what to do. And I'm going to do, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> they can't tell me what to do. And I'm still going to have service. We're still going to have service. Um, a friend of mine was saying that her pastor sent out emails and was saying that you would attend church during a time frame based upon the first letter of your last name. Oh, wow. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> and wow. uh, for the most part, you know, other pastors were making plans to um, have church virtually. Then I saw in one pastor said, if T.D. T. D. Jake said he's going to have church, then I'm going to have church too. <laughs> oh. oh, my. <laughs> So, I think he was streaming his services, wasn't he? He did stream his service with a very, very small crowd of people. Uh, I watched that first uh, Sunday stream, the first Sunday that we were mm-hmm. virtual. I did watch that stream, and it was a very small handful of people, usually the people that are around him right before he comes out anyway, which is his wife, his kids, uh, and a couple of other uh, assistants, I'm sure, um, that were with him and that were there. It was a very small handful of people based upon what is normally there. Um right. <clears throat> I saw one pastor, he um, put a speaker in the attic of the church where you could just pull up to the church and you, and he would preach and you could still hear him preach if you didn't feel comfortable coming in. And I saw a couple of churches, they had full-blown full blown services, which was cool. You know, it was going to be probably the, which was should have been the last service um, right. <clears throat> before they, I think they went... It was 200 people that could be gathered at one time. Then they dropped it to 150. Then they dropped it to 50. And then they dropped it to 10. And so it was a couple of services. I saw it was well over 10 people. But, you know, it is what it is. And I just said, well, you know, God, you know, it's just the last Sunday for them to get together. So let them have that Sunday. So I thought. (laughs) Right. So I thought. I heard a lot of them were um, were arguing. via Facebook, or should I say subbing each other um, via Facebook, uh, uh, saying, like you said, the first pastor said, you know, can't no government tell me what to do, mm-hmm. and God would want us to um, not have church and all this other stuff, and I've seen some pastors condemn their members or whatever congregations for not wanting to attend church, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this is, this is getting... It's really gotten out of hand. It did. Um, mm-hmm. It's just gotten really, really out of hand because, you know, the Bible does tell us, you know, to obey 
uh, the law of the land. It does tell us, and then it also tells us use our wisdom, you know, in certain situations, mm-hmm. you know. So, in order to protect people, I mean, because at the end of the day, my personal opinion, you don't know who went where, who has contact with who, who that person they done had contact with, who they, you know, and so on and so forth. So it's just like it's better that. You're not crowd into the church. I don't care if the church was 40 people, 20 people, five people. But, you know, just take the precautions. Mm-hmm. We, we all, we're all covered in the blood of Jesus. God does have all of us. But at the same time, we have to hearken. In my personal opinion, I just believe that God is, you know, ju- judgment is, has fallen on all the nations. Mm-hmm. So he did say every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Mm-hmm. But, um, just hearken to you know the voice of the Lord and, and the judgment that He has placed on on the nation, and just sit down somewhere and uh, stream Facebook Live. I mean, with technology and social media has given everybody you know a plethora of ways to communicate. So I, you know, I'm just like y'all, just y'all blowing it, blowing it. Away. Yeah, I think they blew it way out of proportion as well. I saw yeah. some people trying to gently, you know, kind of soothe the situation and I know one post I saw where they were saying you know well the Bible does tell us to um for one obey the law of the land and then the response to that was you don't have to obey the law of the land when it goes against God's word and I'm like but that was God's word <laughs> you know that was God's word God's word wow. said obey the law of the land and then if you continue to read on down there somewhere in another book or chapter down there somewhere you know it also says obey them that have obey he who has the rule over you and I'm like well at this particular moment the government is ruling in this situation and they've given an order a command or whatever you however you want to look at it and they've asked us to shelter in place and they've even given us a reason in which they did not have to right you know yeah and and everybody keeps talking about martial law martial law martial law and I'm like listen you guys are going to speak that into existence you have got to be careful about the words that you speak and I've been praying against martial law because martial law is a little bit more serious than uh sheltering in place and Mm -hmm. and here in the Dallas Metroplex area uh we for whatever reason have just had a hard time being still um like I said I don't go out because I can't be around a lot of people because of my immune system. And so, right. but as I did go out again Saturday, early in the morning, it was early. I got there. It was basically an empty store. And um, I did my shopping and I went on. But as, you know, the time progressed, uh, I on my way home, I noticed more cars um, venturing out on the highway. And so I was like, wow, you know, this is, um, this is crazy, you know, just people. And just even in my own neighborhood, I saw where people were, small groups of people were congregating together and they were not six feet apart. Um, I've been walking in the afternoons, in the Mm -hmm. evenings. And so me and my neighbor, and we make sure that we stay six feet apart. And me and my husband live in the same house and even we stay six feet apart. You know what I'm saying? Just in yeah. our walking, just to demonstrate to others that this can be done. You can still exactly. have fun. You can still laugh and still get your exercise in. But you have to try and maintain keeping within keeping the law. Um, right. 
I've logged on to Facebook and I've seen several uh, full-fledged blown services. And, and not that, that it's anything wrong with it in my eye. You know, when I see it, I just pray and I just say, well, you know what, God, just cover them because, again, I don't want anybody to get, I don't want the saints of God to be getting fined or anybody getting arrested, as I read in, I believe, right. it's South Carolina, where a pastor had a church of a thousand members last Sunday or Sunday before last, wow. and he ended up getting arrested because he said that uh, he felt the same way is that um, no no government is going to tell him what to do. He's going to continue to have church or whatever. And he's like, he didn't care. He was just going to bail out and um, he was still going to have church. Again, I get it. We grew up in church. So, right. and I'm talking about Monday through sun Monday through Sunday and back around again, church. We were there. So we understand the dedication and we understand the love of the love for God and the love for his word. And we understand the strive to be obedient because God did say forsake and not to gather yourselves together. But again, the church is not in a building per se. Now, correct me right. if I'm wrong. Hit me up in my uh, email, if you will, and let me know if I'm wrong. But from my understanding and from what I have been taught. The church is within me, and I know right. I have felt the power of God on multiple occasions right here in my house, in my car, and, and I was not in church or even on my way to church. So correct me if I'm wrong. So, so what about you? Have you ever felt the power of God outside of the church house? Oh, yes, most definitely. I have to agree with you um, in the aspect of, well, just I agree with everything you just said, but... Um, as far as us being taught, you know, that, that, you know, we are the church, you know, that's what we, we've been taught. And for people to um, go against that, per se, in the word, God tells us to rightly, rightly divide the word. He also tells us, hey, don't be arguing over my scriptures, you know, and mm -hmm. put, you know, just, just put it in layman terms. But it's just like, I don't know. I have to answer your question. I have felt you know, the presence of God, you know, in my home, in my car, in my bathroom or whatever, because um, my connection doesn't depend on me. My connection with God doesn't depend on me going into a church house. Right. You know, what I mean? it, it doesn't depend on that. My relationship with God does not depend on me going to church and hearing a preacher. My relationship with God depends on if I do the necessary things that he told me in his word to do every day. And that's pray, study my word. And fast every, every now and again. Right. So, um, yes, we need to come together and congregate, and you know, uh, that's good. However, due to the situations and circumstances, people just need to, they just need to sit down. Right. You just, just sit down. Right. Because as you stated, to speak on when you were talking about people or putting it in the atmosphere, talking about martial law and things of that nature. And we do have to realize that our, our words do have power, even with discussing, um, the coronavirus of COVID nineteen, as some people call it, you know, sometimes we just okay, we just ain't gonna, we just ain't gonna discuss, we ain't gonna talk about it, because you just keep talking about it, keep talking about it, and you keep it alive. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you keep talking about martial law, martial law, martial law, you keeping it alive. You're manifesting those things. So let's manifest other things other than the negative, you know, right. other than the doom. You know, right. manifest peace, manifest love, manifest joy. Put those things out into the atmosphere while we're at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, obviously, 
you know, God wants us to sit out somewhere and deal with with our own homes. In our own home, and our home may be our souls, our spirits. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. We may need to come come to peace with something. We may need to deal with that child. You know, we may need to come closer with our spouses or what have you. So it's just like you know, take this, take opportunity for this time. Right. You know. Just take, change your perspective and your outlook on it, you know, because God doesn't dwell in confusion. You know, he does not dwell in fear. So we have to, you know, govern ourselves accordingly. But I don't want to get too preach girl because. I understand. I, I, understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. And I, I, I totally and absolutely agree. It just kind of grieves my spirit a little bit when I see people going back and forth about should you attend church or should you not? There were people that were condemning right. other people for not going to church. And, you know, and they were saying, well, you know, that's fear. That's fear. There's no faith in fear. And, and mm-hmm. I'm like, it has nothing to do with having faith. You know what I'm saying? First of all, let me say this. I'm going to put this out here for the super saints. For the mm-hmm. super saints, if you're going to have service and you're going to have service, you know, on faith and you're just like, God is going to protect us, keep us, heal us and so forth and so on. You can't afford to have somebody who has shaky faith in the midst because it messes up the whole force field. Right. Right. It messes up the whole force field. When you introduce doubt into a situation, it messes up that whole entire complete force field. So you really have to be mindful of uh, who's in that service. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. A lot of times um, it's, it's not people try to make it seem like it's it's one thing when it's really not. It's just it's not. This is about health and safety for all mankind. For everyone, yes. Yes, but it reminds me, I don't know, you know, I'm not a Bible something like that, but whatever story that was in the Bible, maybe in the Old Testament where it was something going on in the land and God told the people to um, what he say, anoint your Mark your, your doorstep, mark your door, mm-hmm. yeah, mark your doorpost, door stay inside. So just comparing now what that situation to the Bible is just like, well, stay your butt behind at home. Exactly. You know what I'm that's when the, when the uh, the death angel came and started to take the firstborn of the Pharaoh, um, the people in Egypt, and and God gave the command for everybody to go inside and stay inside and mark your doorposts with lamb's blood and don't mm-hmm. come out until you know the death angel has passed. And that's just yep. basically, I agree, sister. Again, that's where we are. We need to go inside, mark our door our doorposts with the blood of Jesus and um hunker down until this thing passes over us. Is it easy staying inside? For a lot of people, no, especially if you're an extrovert and you just used to being, you know, in front of people or around people at all times. I mean, some people live for Friday and when you get off on Friday, you want to go home, take a shower, get cute, get fly, and you hit the streets and you, you know, you gather with your peoples and that's what you do. Or you maybe go home and, and, and get, you know, real fly, whatever, and you go to your church musicals or you go to your church services on Friday night. However you right. spend your Friday. Well, all of that's been completely changed, but it's not changed to be ugly and it's not changed to be mm-hmm. mean <clears throat> or to even hinder. But it is changed to protect. It's put, put in place to protect us. Again, right. one exactly. person affects two people and then those two exactly. people go and affect another two people and so on and so on and so on. And with the cases here in our city, 
climbing the way that it's climbing. And we won't even mention Washington or um, New York, York, California. California. We won't even mention those hotter spots, okay, where it just seems like people are dying like somebody sprayed raid in the building, okay? They just falling dead. Literally, they're just falling dead because of this virus that is out there. And Mm -hmm. and it's like, you cannot see this thing. We are fighting an enemy that we cannot see. Mm -hmm. We do not know how this thing operates. We don't know how it functions or flows. All we know is that it's a very highly contagious disease. I've heard people say, oh, it's just another strand of the flu. Well, go ahead and get that strand of the flu if you want to and watch Rona show you, I'm not the flu, boo. I'm not the flu. I was right. looking at Instagram and um, the uh, l- the little girl that's a comedian, Cece, um, mm-hmm. the Cece show, from the Cece show, Her, mm-hmm. she and her mom have been diagnosed with coronavirus and they're just, they're just getting over it. So if you are on Instagram, go over to the Cece show and uh, you will see that where she talks about how she felt she documented it from the first day all the way up until the 12th day, which is today. And her mom did a video and she also did a live. I need to go and try to find that live. But she also did a live video as well. And and she talked, uh, she did a video with her talking with the nurse. The nurse called to check up on her and make sure, see how she was doing and see how Cece was doing. But, um, yeah, so this virus, it doesn't have a race. It doesn't have an age group. It doesn't have a uh, uh, sexual preference. It doesn't matter. You can be a man, woman, boy, girl, a child, baby. It doesn't care. It's touching lives of the lives of everybody. And it's saying, uh, I think the doctor, I can't pronounce his name, Lord Jesus, Koji, Kovio, Koviji. I can't pronounce it. I don't want to mess the man's name up. But um, he was saying that. Before all of this is over, it's it could be at least a million people have had will, would have had this with over a hundred thousand deaths. That's crazy. Because we won't just get somewhere. If you think about it, China China did not have this type of freedom. We are still at free all. and allowed to move around in China. You couldn't even go in the grocery store but without getting your temperature checked. And I think that that's the way it should be. I don't mind getting my temperature checked. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't mind getting my temperature checked, although I check my temperature anyway, um, because I have, again, an autoimmune disease. But, I mean, you just want to be careful. You don't want to unintentionally get someone sick. You don't. And I get it. You want to get together. If you want to just get together, you know, and take a walk outside and then make sure you're keeping that social distance between yourself and your walking partner. And you can still, again, walk and have fun and laugh and cut up. We do it in the evening times. Like I said, me and my neighbor, we we laugh and we talk, but we make sure that we stay in a safe distance from one another. Because she doesn't want to get sick and I don't want to get sick, you know. And then I have a son um, who is who's old enough to work. And um, he does work, but he came home uh, from work today and he was like, mom, my throat is sore. And I literally lost it. My baby is asthmatic. Right. And I lost, I freaked out. Mm -hmm. And then I went to go get a a, a forehead thermometer, not really thinking, just kind of like freaking out still and freak mama mode. (laughs) And they didn't have not one thermometer in the drugstore. 
not wow. a one. There's no alcohol. There's no Santa wipes. I had to make my own hand sanitizer the uh, yesterday because there there is none. I was I was trying to get Lysol from Amazon. And I could not get something as simple as Lysol from Amazon. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to order gloves, and Amazon told me I won't get, get my gloves until May. And I have Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime has spoiled me because I'm used to get my stuff within two to three days. But they said May, and I was like, "Well, right." I was going to order some mask, and they told me that I wouldn't get my mask until May. And then I tried to order Lysol directly from the company. And they don't have any. Wow. They're sold out. They don't have any Lysol at all for sale, period. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that lets you know. But it's so many people still yet taking it lightly, still yet looking yeah. at it as another version of the flu, still not wanting to um, get themselves and their children together. And I said, you know what, God, it's not going to be until... Uh, somebody close to them gets this crap and they get to see it for themselves before they take it seriously. Just yesterday, um, there was a a young lady, an African-American lady in Arkansas. She passed away from the Corona virus. And then a coach out at uh, DeSoto High School, he passed away yesterday as well from the coronavirus. It's people getting the coronavirus that you never would have thought ever would have had the coronavirus. Perfectly healthy people. It is killing people. It's killing people. Period. People are not taking this serious People didn't take Noah seriously either. <laughs> We're telling right. this to the rain. One day before light, Noah was riding high on their wave, looking at people talking about, say, let me in, let me in, dog. Okay. Like, nope. <laughs> you should have heard me, heard me when I told you. So, That's right. You know, people, people out there free, people are really, really taking this lightly. Right. I mean, I, I do put blame on the president because he took it lightly and he tried to politicize it and all this other stuff, but. I'm 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 learning a whole lot. People not taking it lightly. You got preachers going back and forth at each other about things. It's just like y'all, this ain't even the time. Right. I mean, and I'm glad now that those who are surviving the virus are making videos and putting them out there for people to see. And this stuff leaves permanent damage to your lungs, guys. So you really want to uh take heed to the the warning. Of uh, right. this virus is deadly. It is deadly. Mm-hmm. It is deadly. My son again has asthma. I have health issues, and that's something that we cannot have. And when my son said he had a sore throat, my husband was like, "Nobody else is coming over here. I don't care who it is. <laughs> you ain't gonna have my baby sick." <laughs> so you know, and we like freaked out. Like we, he, my husband was in the bed. He jumped up out of the bed. And he was like, what? Are you okay? What's wrong? How do you feel when you say sore? How do you mean sore? You know, he already asked 5,452 million during questions anyway. So, And that's the thing. It could be just a common cold, but you just never no. know. So that means you that never know. I got to watch. He's off for the next three days. And again, he works in the public. He has an essential job. And so... Um, he's off for the next three days, so I, I got to play Dr. Mommy for the next three days. But again, that was just scary because that's how it starts. He doesn't have a fever. He just had a little scratchy throat. 
And um, I immediately started, immediately started the different therapies of um, the different nurses that have sent me things to help ward this stuff off with the hot steam pot, the hot tea, lots of liquids, the Tylenol. Um, I get I, the elderberry uh, syrup, um, which boosts the uh, boosts the immune system, the turmeric teas, um, all of that stuff, orange juice, just so that we he has a defense system. If by chance he were to get this, he can fight this and beat this. You know what I'm saying? But because I know I had a little scratch in my throat last night. So I got up and went and gargled with some antiseptic. But this is serious, everybody. I don't know. I don't know where you are or what you're doing or how you feel about this whole thing. But trust me and believe me when I say this is serious. This is real. Uh, in my real life job, I work for the government, okay? And they have my building shut down, okay? They're talking about closing off parks and, and everything just to keep, you know, people away from each other because they this stuff is just, they don't know if it's airborne. They're saying that it can get in your clothes. They're saying it can get in your hair. And I mean, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. So I'm begging you. If you can hear my voice, I am begging you, my sister is begging you, we need you guys to stay in the house and chill out, sit down, watch some Netflix movies, download Disney Plus, play Uno, uh, talk to your kids, talk to your husband, find out what their favorite color is, cook, do something, you know, do something, but we're going to wrap this up. We just wanted to um, put this out here and encourage everybody, you know, to, to, Stay safe and stay healthy. If you're not able, um, if you're not going to church, don't let people make you feel bad about not going to church. Your relationship with God is your relationship with God. And other people don't determine your relationship with God. Point blank, period. And it is what it is. But I'm your girl, Lady D. And this is my sister. Cece. Cece in the house. And we thank you guys for joining us. And you guys have a great one. And until next time. We'll catch you later. Bye, guys. Bye.